Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm hoping that everybody is well today and getting on with some very serious eating disorder bashing in their lives. Keeping it your top priority every single day because that is absolutely what it needs to be. If you don't bash this eating disorder, you don't get your free life. So keep bashing hard at it. Today's episode then is about doing a pre-mortem when you're going through the process of overcoming an eating disorder or doing regular pre-mortems when you're going through the process. So you've of course heard of the term post-mortem which is carried out when a disastrous situation has occurred and they have to evaluate the events of it in absolute minute detail as to what went wrong, how it went wrong, why it went wrong, and what they can then learn from that. So a post-mortem after any big disaster or any small disaster is definitely an essential and very valuable exercise so that we can learn from them and we can make sure those same mistakes don't happen again. But should we wait for a disaster to happen before we consider what might go wrong in a particular situation and why and how? Surely it makes sense to evaluate a situation and put measures in place to minimise the risk of any disaster arising in the first instance. And this is exactly what you do when you do a pre-mortem. But you're probably thinking, okay, Helly, that sounds wonderful, but why the hell are you talking about post and pre-mortems in a podcast about overcoming eating disorders? Well, let me explain. So I don't need to tell you that the process to overcome an eating disorder is stressful. It's more than a bit stressful, it's bloody tough. And you need to put yourself in stressful situations multiple times a day. And if you aren't facing stressful situations that regularly, then you probably need to ask yourself if you really are taking meaningful steps forward to overcome the eating disorder. And whenever we face stressful situations for absolutely anything in life, it's all too easy for those situations to go very wrong, particularly if we are unprepared for them. And that's because when your brain is under stress, It releases cortisol, which is of course the stress hormone and adrenaline, and your body shuts down all the non-essential functions like digestion, your immune system, and your ability to feel any emotions other than fear. And alongside all of this, your brain becomes cloudy and foggy so that you just lose the ability to think clearly and rationally which makes your ability to deal with the stressful situation in the moment you're in, in a systematic way, almost absolutely impossible because you just haven't got that clarity of thought. And that's exactly why you can have great intentions 
when you are in a calm and rational frame of mind to charge at the eating disorder and bash it hard, but find that when it comes to putting those intentions into action, your stress response kicks in and it takes over. And when you have an eating disorder, this is because your brain wants to hold on to the safety and reward it perceives from behaviours that lead to or maintain energy deficit. And it will create an anxiety or fear response to deter you from anything that might take you to energy surplus. And when these fear reactions occur, your ability for rational thought disappears in an instant. And suddenly all those best intentions are forgotten. And instead you find that you can't think clearly, you can't remember why you were ever planning to eat more or rest more, and you find that you've resorted to your autopilot with those usual disordered habits and the restriction that your brain mistakenly perceives as safe. So it might be now that you're beginning to get an inkling as to why I started out this podcast talking about the value of a pre-mortem to minimise the risk of disaster when you're in a stressful situation. And that's because one way to help manage the common and frustrating scenario in which your brain under stress takes over and stalls your hard efforts is to carry out regular pre-mortems of your eating disorder bashing process and regular pre-mortems of those momentous and victory-building challenges or situations that you're planning to face. So what exactly do you do in a pre-mortem then? Well, in a pre-mortem, you look towards an upcoming situation and imagine you have a crystal ball, so a nice big crystal ball to gaze into where you know that the event in question has gone really, really badly. And then you use those imagined disastrous scenarios to work out what can be done before the event to prevent those things from happening or at least apply some damage limitation to them. And so by doing this exercise, you're recognising and you're acknowledging that when you're in the situation and you're trying to deal with it, you are likely to be under a high level of stress and not be able to apply the clarity of thought that you would have liked. And as a result of doing these pre-mortems, you can begin to put systems in place for when you're really in those situations to ensure that things go better than they otherwise would have done, even if you are in a cloudy, non-rational frame of mind with high anxiety and stress levels in the moment. So hopefully this is making some sense to you, but I'll just apply this to a quite typical scenario that you'll probably face at some point in the process of overcoming the eating disorder. So let's say that you have a big family party coming up where it's going to be a sit-down meal, lots of family members there. You haven't been to such a gathering for years because of the eating disorder, but this time you know that you're in the process of overcoming it and you can't keep avoiding situations like this any longer. So you are determined that you are going to go, you're going to join in, you're going to eat the delicious foods and you're going to sit and relax with your loved ones for the rest of the day and really try and let yourself just enjoy the day and the moment. And of course, in an ideal world, 
Just having that plan would be enough to ensure that the situation I've just described is exactly what happens. But that would be forgetting the tiny, tiny detail that you do actually still have an eating disorder. So despite the fact that you're making great efforts in your process to overcome it, big family meals are not something you're comfortable with or have yet faced. So in reality, it's likely to make your brain a little bit stressed when you're actually there. Now, if you apply the pre-mortem exercise before you go, you will get out your crystal ball and you will imagine all the possible ways in which things could go badly on the day of the party. And this is where you need to get a bit creative. So some ideas might be that perhaps Auntie Mildred comments that you're looking a little plump and are you sure you do want that many roast potatoes, dear? Or maybe you take one look at the feast laid out and your brain goes into such a spasm and panic that you find yourself making an excuse for why you have to leave and you're bolting for the door faster than the speed of light before anyone can stop you or you can stop yourself. Or maybe you find yourself making excuses to be away from any situation that actually involves sitting and eating the food. And instead, you're being the one who's really helpful in the kitchen. You're bringing the dishes in and out. You're doing the washing up. You're doing the tidying. You're entertaining the children. And all of this has the result that you then find you've made it through the mealtime without actually eating much at all. Or perhaps you do get through the meal, but then you find yourself so anxious that you decide to go for a nice long innocent stroll afterwards, which is actually the result of an ongoing exercise compulsion and feeling that need to compensate for the food you've eaten. And I'm sure that if you carry out your own pre-mortem of such a scenario, the predicted ways in which things could go wrong will be unique to you, what you know about yourself and how the eating disorder manifests in your case. Because every person with an eating disorder is unique, so some of the scenarios that I've just spoken about will be things that you just can't relate to, and that's fine. It doesn't invalidate your experience with an eating disorder or the strength of the eating disorder in your case either. So now then that we've looked at all the possible ways you think things could go wrong in the upcoming situation, you can take each one and consider what you can do to minimise the risk of it occurring or plan how to deal with it if it does. And when you do carry out pre-mortems, apply them to all types of situations and eventualities. It might be that plans change at the last minute for something. It might be that things happen outside your control or your influence. Other people are less reliable than you hoped and not present to provide support. Use the pre-mortem to come up with ways you can adapt and react in any situation so that you can roll with the punches and you stay on top. And pre-mortems can be applied equally to things on a big scale or to much smaller situations. They can be applied to absolutely anything. It might be that you decide to take a broad view and carry out a pre-mortem of your whole process of overcoming the eating disorder and what might jeopardize it. Or it might be something much more detailed and specific, such as pushing yourself to start eating much earlier in the day than you usually would. Use the crystal ball method for whatever the situation is and look at it with the certain knowledge that the plan has been an absolute fiasco. Imagine all the ways in which things could have gone wrong and why and list them. 
And if you have an eating disorder bashing support person, a family member, a coach, then they could do this with you and use their insight to come up with some additional ideas. And going through this exercise, yes, it will help raise your awareness as to what might hold you back from getting the results you want in the planned situation, so that if they do occur, then your brain will be much more likely to instantly recognise them in the moment. But you also need to take this pre-mortem exercise a step further. And with each of the things that you identified that could go wrong, come up with some steps that you can take to minimise the risk of them happening. Or if they do occur, things that you can do to prevent them from turning the entire situation into a real-life fiasco. So a few episodes ago, I spoke about using if-then planning to help make your journey more successful. So have a listen to that one if you haven't already. But effectively, now is the time in your pre-mortem to combine your crystal ball scenarios to some if-then plans. So as I explained in the if-then episode, when your brain has predicted a situation ahead of time and that situation does occur, your brain will be more likely to recognise it and remember, I had a plan for this, rather than resorting to complete brain fog, stress, fight or flight mode that it usually would. So going back to our imagined family party and some of the predicted ways in which it might not go as hoped, you might plan ahead of time using your if-then plans what you will say if anyone does comment on your recent weight changes or on how much you're eating. So you might decide, okay, if anyone comments on my weight or how much I'm eating, then I will respond with a proud, thank you, Yes, I have gained weight, but I've been overcoming a devastating eating disorder and I am proud of my new curves and I most definitely will have more potatoes if you don't mind. If you do find yourself tempted to charge out the door rather than stay at the party because the fear response has taken over, then you might tell yourself that you predicted this would happen, but that you do want to stay and enjoy this day and that you are determined to stay focused on beating the eating disorder. And this means that you will bloody well eat the food, sit and enjoy the company and not let the eating disorder ruin another opportunity to be with your loved ones. You might also plan in such a situation to have someone there who's a support for you for the day who you can turn to if needed. So really all I can say is try it. Use regular pre-mortems in the process to overcome the eating disorder because it might just help you achieve overall success a little bit faster and with a bit more ease than you would otherwise. They can have the effect of helping you feel less frustrated that another challenge has failed or that another day has been wasted because you didn't manage to do what you wanted. So give it a go. You never know, it might just work and anything's worth a try. And if you do carry out a pre-mortem and situations still go wrong, which they will at times because, let's face it, bashing an eating disorder is not a linear process, then, of course, there's still the good old post-mortem exercise to perform so that things definitely can go better next time. So keep going, my lovely, lovely listeners. Keep bashing away at that eating disorder Keep predicting every way in which things could go wrong and making damn sure that they don't. Stay determined, stay focused, decide that you are going to overcome this and you 
believe in your ability to do so and grab all your power and make it happen. You've got this. I'm Helly. If you want to know more about me, you'll find me on hellybarnes.com. And otherwise, I will speak to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.